It's my knuckles cracking. <laughs> okay. Uh, welcome to another game. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another gay handout. My name is Andy Grace Hayes. Why am I doing this? I've Sorry, I was doing this with both headphones on. Bill Blast, hearing my own voice in my own ears. Um, hello, and welcome back to another gay handout. My name is Andy Grace Hayes. Um, I'm quite ill. I just got back from Paris about a week ago, and I've been deadly ill ever since. Uh, so I decided it would be a perfect opportunity to record some thoughts and feelings I had about two exhibitions I saw while I was there. So if you loved my raspy, horrible nasal and vocal fried voice, you're in for a real treat today. Uh, We'll just read it out. We'll just read out the text. That's what everyone's here for. That's what all five of you are here for. Your favourite Debbie is back. I planned to see two exhibitions when I got to Paris. I got there on the train Thursday last week. On Friday, I went to Love Songs at the Maison Européenne de la Photographie, and Altogether, a group show of erotic art curated by the Tom Lefinden Foundation at the Community Centre. I was waiting around the corner from the Maison for it to open, sitting out front of a cafe, pretending to be cool, speaking in broken French, and applying CeraVe facial moisturiser to my arms because I forgot to pack sunscreen. I finished my cool cigarette and went inside, bought my ticket and went upstairs. The show, Love Songs, features the work of 14 photographers ranging in period from the mid-20th century to the present day. Spread between four galleries across two floors, Nan Golden's place, Larry Clark's. Lin Zengpeng, aka number 223, has a room their own. Earlier photographs by Renee Grobley and Emmett Gowan, black and white silver gelatin prints, feature airily feeling displays of intimacy. The napes of necks, exposed chests, finger vice cigarettes, and depictions of languid cohabitation. The exhibition follows a linear chronology. The next room show works from Golden's The Ballad of Sexual Dependency and Clark's Tulsa, both iconic and infamous. Among easier images, there are depictions of domestic abuse, Golden's eye bloodshot and bruised, and substance abuse, the long end of a needle in the straightened fold of an arm. Lee Ladere, a former assistant to Clark, has work upstairs. Double Bind is a display of two shoots, both orchestrated with his ex-wife, Megan Ladere Federley, over three days in a cabin in New York. The first shoot took place two months from the next, first with Ladere, the artist, the ex-husband, and the other with Adam Federley, her current husband. Like the rest of them, the photographs hope to be interpreted by the audience, here more overtly seeking some secrets out, something obvious in the way Megan Ladere Federley is holding herself or looking at the machine that's captured her image. Both shits, largely arranged in diptychs around the room, are neither romantic nor feelingless, oscillating along the axis, whizzing past apathy. Though the show was enjoyable and the photographs beautifully manufactured, and though it is an obvious criticism, the voyeuristic nature of the exhibition is a detraction. It's an impossible show to curate. The majority of the subjects are women, are white, and the majority of the artists are men. The majority of the photographs depict heterosexual intimacy. This isn't to say no exhibition can be complete or good without perfect diversity. 
It's that in the context of an erotic show, a show about romance and sex, the viewer is more conscious of the curator than the artworks in the exhibition. I wasn't trying to get off. I went elsewhere in Paris for that. I felt like there might have been someone that was trying to. The viewing of these arrangements of images here deemed intimate are akin to leafing through the intimates of a porno stash or a stranger's camera roll. Sex is not romance. The MEP's show first deals in affection, established as a love song in photographs. The exhibition is normative and merely beautiful. Proficient photographs are arranged around famously erotic artefacts. I bought two postcards before I left. One of Sien by Hervé Gubert and the other Greenlight by Lin Zengpeng, aka number 223. The pictures are still nice. I'm allowed to be a hypocrite. I then took the train up to the community centre. The following is a brief aside to aesthetically categorise erotic art. First, before I start drooling over graphite renderings of inflated pecs and bulging cocks, I have a diagram. Constructed, bored in the waiting lounge of the Charles de Gaulle airport. My issue upon seeing the work of the MEP was the difficulty in assessing the disparate qualities of series in the show. Some work, Gubert's, is proficiently produced, romantic and slightly sexual. His lover lies in a bath exposed to silver gelatin, the light refracting on spots of water and gentle movement. Others, Zepang's, is more naively produced, less romantic and more sexual. A white-filled condom hangs from the stems in a vase of flowers in a flash photograph. Assessing the two simultaneously hurts my brain, hence the diagram. Two horizontal axes show the space between sex and chastity and between romance and unfeeling. A vertical axis of proficiency crosses both at their centre and divides the space between professionalism and naivety. At the centre of all axes is a sphere somewhat resembling neutrality. It is the amateurism between naivety and professionalism, the apathy between romance and unfeeling, and the abstinence between sex and chastity. Zepang's flowers are a little naive, somewhat romantic, not much, and pretty sexually explicit. The photograph's placement could be seen below if you pulled over in your car right this second and looked at your phone. Check out the Substack article for the images. Altogether is another group show featuring the works of Thomas Finland, Nigel Kent, Tank, Bob Miser, Annie Sprinkle, Al Urban, and many others. After a lap of the circuit, I had two pressing thoughts. Pressing thought number one. How expensive can wall decals be? How hard is it to label an artwork? And they're not the only ones. They're not the only ones. I'm looking at you, the borough, and the CCA in Glasgow. Instead of a sticker beneath each work, the curators decide to put up a cryptic map either on the wall or in a pamphlet. I'm not I'm not here to do orienteering. I don't want to have to stop and think, okay, so two, two right from the second one down past, but past the one in the circular frame. I, just to find the title or material of a picky. Sort it out. Pressing thought number two. Is there a relationship between exceptional technical rendering and lewd acceptability? In all those black and white photographs taken on honeymoons of the MEP, the subtext is that they were fucking, right? Obviously. It isn't explicit, but the aesthetic is there. There's more space in the community centre, I think, to feel your eyes change. From those receiving a respectable nude, a naked image, an explicit artwork, or a piece of pornography. 
In some works by Tom of Finland, Tank and the Hun, the technical proficiency in graphite and coloured pencil, for a moment, renders the explicit invisible. Tank's pencil drawing The Barn is one such example. A drawing of cowboys, one in the door of a barn, asked to the audience, and the other spread eagle in denim on a hay bale, hand on crotch. Too careful as to be rude, taut denim drawn on thick thighs and wet highlighted skin demand a museum gaze, close to the picture, nose to crotch. The images aren't passed in the classroom. It's obvious to write that the drawings are in frames. Mike Kachar's 1992 untitled caricature sits in an amateur aesthetic, curbside to the street, depicting two ginger pirates with enlarged nipples, huge belly buttons, and streaming white dicks, barely contained by knotty fabric underwear. Popeye impossible muscles erupt from every circumferential line. The images are kitschy, throwaway, and obstensively offensive. I'm not about pitting these works against each other, they're different, and call for different eyes. The latter, highly sexual, void of romance, and completed with competent caricature amateurism. Both shows are a pick and mix, really. The kind of shows where you go in for what you want to see. A museum experience. You don't have to look at everything. If I'm not interested in 18th century British art, I'm not going to the room in the National Galleries. Give it a miss. I was on holiday. That's exactly the kind of experience I want. I'm not about to give myself a hard time, only to indulge in endless pleasure. I do think there are fun and exciting ways to treat the reception of erotic art in museums and galleries, outside of mere beauty. Plotting these aesthetic categories in a diagram is only my little psycho way of doing it. Thank you so much for listening to my little handout. I have been your host, Andy Grace Hayes. I'm going to bed. It's the middle of the day, but I'm going to bed. Good night.